I was sweating. Is this seat taken? My head whipped up from the book I wasn't actually reading to the cafe employee. Her hands rested on the only other chair at my table, and she gazed at me with an affable, expectant smile. It's taken, I shrieked, like a lunatic. But man, I need that chair. She lifted her hands, recoiling as though the metal singed her skin and gave me a wide-eyed stare. My attention moved behind her, and I spotted the nearby table of university students, obviously hunting for an extra seat. Sorry, I didn't mean to... I shook my head, gathering a deep breath and telling myself to calm down. I'm meeting someone, and he'll be here soon. I'm a little early. Okay, no problem. She affixed a polite smile and moved to another table, making the same inquiry. Longingly, I gazed at the booth by the window. Every cafe or coffee shop has that one coveted table, where two to four friends can gather and spend an afternoon not being overheard while sharing ideas and stories, or where a person can go to work, impervious to the room and its distractions, headphones on, laptop open, losing count of how many lattes and croissants were consumed over an eight-hour day. I did not have that table. I had a mediocre table, set in the center of the coffee shop, surrounded by other mediocre tables. But I would not let my mediocre table get me down. My attention flickered to the door of the cafe, then to the clock above it. He wasn't late. Yet. Squirming, wishing I'd worn anything other than this sweater dress, my eyes returned to the book on my lap. Pay no attention to me. Nothing to see here. I'm just perspiring, wearing a sweater dress in May, and not reading while waiting for my perfect match. Derek Simmons. Six foot three with a well-maintained beard. Great smile, gray eyes, tan complexion, and short hair. He didn't work out regularly, which was great, because that meant he didn't expect me to work out either but enjoyed some outdoorsy activities. Engineer, 39, divorced, two kids. Derek and I were a perfect match. That's what findyourpartner.com indicated last Thursday. You have a perfect match. The notification alerted as soon as I signed in. The irony was I'd been logging in to suspend my account, after almost two years of internet dating debacles and equally disappointing men, I was ready for a break. But then I'd received the perfect match message. Therefore, I did what any normal person would do. I internet stalked him. Loves, cooking, hiking, camping, 80s music, film noir, reads, GQ magazine, The Economist, Politico, TV shows. The Walking Dead, Daredevil, and Project Runway. Cooking, film noir, The Economist, and Project Runway? Yes! A man unicorn! Compelled by his unicorn, I emailed him. Hi, Derek. I hope you are well. According to this website, we're a perfect match. This has never happened to me before, so I thought I'd reach out and say hi. Let me know if you'd like to meet up for coffee sometime. I work downtown near the Loop and am free next Monday afternoon. Best, Marie.
The next morning, I was alerted that he'd looked at my profile, and I read his response with bated breath. Hi, Marie. Thanks so much for your note. Next Monday works for me. I'm near the university. You name the place and I'll be there. Derek. I loved his response. Direct, to the point, polite, no detour into unnecessary topics, no typos. To say my hopes were high would be a gross understatement. My hopes had reached astronomical. Since our exchange of emails, I'd tried to curtail those blasted hopes to no avail. I couldn't help my hopes. Don't run away from me, hopes. I can't move that fast in these heels, and we're in this together. But they did run away, hopping onto a spaceship. Likely one of those SpaceX crafts that keeps infuriating Elon Musk by blowing up, 